Hello, beautiful soul. I'm Sarah Michaels, and welcome to the Elated You podcast, where we dive deep into the world of self discovery, growth, and healing to find out who you truly are. This morning's podcast has been inspired by a beautiful teenager that I had a call with. So her mum asked me to speak with her regarding just how overwhelmed she was feeling at school. And I know that she's not alone. So if you're a mum and you have children that are in school, perhaps even just starting high school or maybe primary school, and they don't want to go to school or they're feeling overwhelmed or struggling with schoolwork, then this is for you. And I hope that you're open um, and open-minded because this may be triggering for a lot of people if you are still stuck in the mainstream mindset where, you know, we have to go to school and, you know, if we don't go to school, then we'll be failures in life. And that really is just a very, very old story that I I no longer hold on to. And the reason why I say that, and I want to use my own examples from my own life, uh, when I was in school, I hated school and I wasn't able to concentrate in school. And, And looking back now at all my reports, Uh, All my reports said that I was distracting others, Sarah talks too much, Sarah finds it hard to concentrate, and I know that that is the majority of people because we're not really made and built to sit in a classroom and concentrate on stuff that we're not interested in. So the reason why I want to bring this up is because you need to explain to your children and you need to understand at first that schooling is not the only way out. We are creative beings and we have so much more to offer and it doesn't end with school. So many people, so many successful people, so many multimillionaires have no degree and no schooling behind them, yet they're so successful. And to be honest, there are so many people that have the degree and went on to schooling and I can use a couple of people that I know that were dentists and hated their life. And if you look at dentistry, that's like the highest suicide rate because you wonder why did they choose dentistry? Whether it was it pushed onto them or was it just the income because it's such a high income? You know, but it's a stressful job. So the point that I'm trying to make is that it's important that you find out or you help your children and you nurture what it is that they love doing. Because I can guarantee you if it's not school, it's something else. Now, it's up to you whether you want to keep them in school or not, but my opinion is nurture the things that they love. Like if they're really creative and they love drawing or painting or they love art and they're really good at it or they love acting or singing, then, you know, get them that support outside of of, of school so that that can be their main focus and that that can be, it's not just like they're going to school and they're learning all the things that they don't like learning, but they're learning the stuff that they love, like nurture that part of them. So another example of my life is when I was uh, 13, the, my teacher and the principal, my, art te- my drama teacher, sorry, and the principal came to our house and I remember this so vividly and they said to my mum that she should really look at putting me, enrolling me in NIDA. So for those of you that don't know, NIDA is an acting school, a drama school in Sydney where a lot of successful actors, brain actors graduated from because I was really, really good at performing arts. And I went to Sacré-Cœur, which was a private school, and performing arts was massive. Like we had a lot of teachers dedicated to it and money dedicated to it. So the plays that we put on were amazing. And the plays that I was involved in were amazing. And my acting was amazing. (laughs) So what happened after that is they spoke with my mom and, you know, they said, look, this is what she should be doing. You know, it's up to you, whatever. But my mom turned around and said to me, no, 
she told me what had happened and she said no and I said well, why not and she was very worried fair enough I understand but she was worried that I'd get into the porn industry or the drugs or something like that she was just worried I was a young girl that I'd get influenced into the you know and go down the wrong the wrong path and looking back I understand and maybe I would have maybe I wouldn't have we'll, we'll never know right but I, I, I went on with life holding on to that story and blaming my mum and, and never trying again. Like I did try again in my uh, 30s and I did. I, I graduated from 16th Street Acting Studio, but I was always scared of failure and I didn't have the confidence that I have now. So I just kept on with that story, blaming my mother that, you know, had you put me in when I was younger, I would have been an actress. And um, the story goes on. Now, I do wish that she had nurtured that part of me, but for my mum, it was really important that I went and got an education and that I went and, you know, studied and, and learned the things that you're supposed to learn in school. But I mean, how many of us actually use those things that we learn in school? Like, yes, of course, we need to read and write. But like I said, I went to a pretty good private school, you know, then they moved me to another school, but it was still a really good private school. And one of my um, weaknesses is writing, maths and writing. And again, I, I really did grow up thinking that I was dumb. And when I met my husband, he is a he's a genius. He is a part of the Mensa. If you know the Mensa Society, look it up. It's less than 1% of the population that have a high IQ. So he's got a really high IQ. And so he would want to like put all these puzzles and riddles and maths puzzles up and say, let's try and let's do this when we met. And I'd get really angry. I'd be like, what's wrong? Let's just try. Why don't you want to do things that I want to do? And I'd get angry because I actually couldn't to do it like even if I tried the problem for me was that I actually couldn't even understand the question let alone work out the answer but I was too embarrassed to even tell him that so we were in this relationship where he probably thought I wasn't smart and I thought that he wasn't smart in other areas interesting enough because I did I just didn't find that he was emotionally intelligent like I was and you know looking back now we realize that we actually complement each other really well because the things that he's good at, I'm not good at, and the things that I'm good at, he's not good at. And so together, this yin and yang is just, it's like we dance together and it's beautiful. And we really nurture the beautiful things that he has and he nurtures the beautiful things that I have. And what I have is a good mouth. (laughs) I can talk, right? Like I'm doing this podcast right now with no notes, no preparation. I literally just got off a call 10 minutes ago with the teenager that I was speaking to and I'm just speaking from my heart. And I've always been good at speaking and I want to do more guest speaking. So now I nurture and I celebrate that part of me. I don't concentrate on the fact that I can't write an essay or that I'm not good at working something out in maths. And that is what I'm trying to get at Please, with yourself or with your kids, nurture the things that they're good at and understand that schooling is not the be-all and end-all. There is so much more to life. So stay tuned. I've got a few more podcasts about about that, about creativity and how we can get more and become more creative and getting more in touch with our creative side. Thanks for listening. If you found value in this content, please subscribe to my podcast and head over to Instagram at elated underscore you to see what I'm getting up to. Bye.